What's up, Playboys? It's the CMB Sports Show, week two of Gambling Corner, trying to get y'all prepared for another weekend of some football. I am your host, Braylon Brakefield. Along with me, my co-host and good friend, Cole Lepchitz. Cole, how's the weather up there? Yeah, man, we got some pretty good gusts over here. We got uh, Hurricane Ian um, coming up through here. Uh, I think his name's actually Ian, but... Eyes don't make the E sound uh, where I'm from. But, uh, yeah, so we got a, we got some pretty good wind gusts. Got a lot of rain coming this way. But, hey, you know, we're going to hunker down and we're gonna, we'll are gonna we be fine. Yeah, just hold the fort down. Oh, yeah. That's what it's that all about. eyes widening. That's what it's all about. I think it's about to be like 500 miles wide. It'll just take off half the U.S. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to just clothesline. I mean, it's playing Red Rover with us right now. Uh, we can start on something different, too. Last night, um, Tua getting concussed four days after being concussed again, yep. or being concussed the first time. This is, I can't believe that we've, it's been this long to where the NFL's been on, like, the hot seat for, yeah. um, you know, concussions and stuff like this, and they just continue to put their foot in their mouth to where, like, even if, I don't know exactly what the concussion protocol is, but, you know, he gets slammed to the ground Sunday. He gets to return to the game because he passed his concussion protocol when obviously something was off. Yeah, for sure. You know, he shouldn't have been re-entered the game. For sure. Like, his body wasn't working like normal. And then last night gets slammed. Basically, the same thing happens. You know, it's not a dirty hit or anything. He just gets taken down pretty hard, head hits the ground pretty hard. And that's one of the scariest sights I've seen, like, I don't think I've ever seen anybody's fingers do that, where he said it's like yeah. instinct for your body to like try to defend itself. He was like covering his head, and Dude. his fingers were crossing each other. It was scary. Dude, it, I mean, I'll be honest, as like a big Tua fan, I mean, just, just in general, I mean, I, I like him as a dude and a, and a football player. Like, I, I mean, it had me like emotional. Like, I didn't know how to feel. Um and I'm kind of mad at Amazon, too, for just, like, showing it over and over and zooming in. Um, I really I really didn't like that. I mean, it kind of just disrespected him and his family. I mean, and us as fans, like, we don't need to see that, you know, more than anything that happened live. That's not, you know, that's where I really didn't like that. But, yeah, for him to really, you know, I, I, I wanted to, I want to, like play kind of devil's advocate but i just can't like i, I want to defend the nfl but i can't i mean there's no reason uh he should have really been out there you know four days later i mean maybe nick you know if it was a normal you know seven days six days seven days and then sunday to sunday he goes through some more evaluation you know yeah okay like they you know they had it but i mean i mean it's just really playing with his life uh in ways that i mean it, it shouldn't be that's not how it should be for for players yeah your brain is more than just football right like that's something you get a serious brain injury you could be done for a lot yeah yeah for sure but sounds like some good news coming from the hospital like he's handling it pretty well but still it's a pretty bad situation so yeah I guess continued prayers for Tua and hopefully he gets back to normal yeah for sure Hopefully they don't run him out there Sunday. Yeah, no kidding. If they do, that could be a yeah. serious uh, lawsuit right no there. No kidding. I might sue him just just because. We're having to see it. Yeah, I mean, it's just terrible. 
But we have uh, five top 25 versus top 25 games this Saturday. We'll start with your Alabama Crimson Tide going to uh, Sam Walton Stadium there in Arkansas. The number two Alabama versus the number 20 Arkansas. Alabama's favored by 17, and the over-under is 61. i let you start. What's your take on this game? First, first impressions, 17's too many uh, for Alabama on the road. I don't know. I'm not really sure what Vegas is seeing. Um, I, I could see like last year's team um, with a consistent deep threat uh, going up against a bad um, secondary. But one thing that I think people are kind of overlooking is uh, Arkansas leads the nation in sacks. And they have they have a historically bad secondary right now, but they also lead the nation in sacks. So I don't, I'm not really sure how that where that comes in that has to be some kind of anomaly but um I, and o, Alabama's O-line has a lot of questions you know we saw in the Texas game um Jameer Gibbs failed at at pass pro um multiple times in that game where Bryce Young is just getting pummeled and you know if, if those are things that your running backs have to block um at this level and like you you go and you see dudes like Najee and you see some of these guys, like T.J. Yeldon, had a career in the NFL. I mean, not because – really not because he was a great runner, but, like, he was just good fundamentally. And you see a lot of these dudes, like, that's just been a thing. Like, wide receivers are running backs block at Alabama, and I haven't really seen a lot of that this year. Also from the receivers. That's why the screen game looks kind of stupid, even though, like, the tells kind of tell you we should be able to be good, but we just haven't blocked on the outside either. So something to look for. Um when you're watching the game. Um, I mean, Arkansas is good. I mean, they're going to be physical. They're going to punch you in the mouth. They're going to they're gonna let you make mistakes. Um, but if, if Alabama can get connected, uh, you know, and, you know, kind of penetrate them, um, you know, for 20, 20 yard passes and so, like, you know, 20 yards plus hitting those downfield range uh, passes, I think they'll be fine. But I still think, even if Alabama plays great, I think 17 is too much on the road. I mean, we have uh, we struggled last year on the road. Uh, our last good road game was uh, we we beat Mississippi State by like 40. But other than that, we beat Auburn by two, Florida by two, lost to A and M, uh, and I believe there's Texas, one more. Texas, yeah, this well year. Texas this year. So um, another fun fact. Uh, Bryce is only 5 for 15 on throws 20-plus yards this year. Uh, so something to look out for. Um, I mean, not really – we're just not really clicking yet, I, w- I would say. But this would be a good time to prove you know, prove that we are. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said, especially a lot of people have been sleeping on how good Arkansas's front is and how good they are at getting to the quarterback. And I feel like this is how Alabama always starts, like they're – I even talked about how how bad their offensive line was last year up until the Iron it's Bowl. Terrible. And then, like Nick Saban just tweaked some things after that game, and then your offensive line looked great in the playoffs. Yep. But seventeen's too much. I think it just comes with the, you know, if you're going to bet Alabama, you're going to pay a premium because they're definitely the most public team in the country yep. right now. It's like when you bet the Yankees, you're paying a premium. When you bet the Cowboys, the line is never as good as what it should be just because of how public they are. 
So you get, you know, this line probably should be closer to like 10, which is what I think. That's what I think too. I would have put it at. Uh, the over-under is 61. So I think a lot of people are thinking about last year's where they had, you know, it was basically a shootout. I think y'all won by like six Yeah, or I think it like ended that. at six. But it was like 42-36 or whatever yeah. it was. Like pretty high score. Defenses did not show up. I don't see that happening this year. I think, like you said, your offensive line has struggled. Their defensive line is very good. And I don't know if you have the weapons that you had last year to really take the top off. Right. And they don't have the weapons to do the same to you. And they are, you know, I think Will Anderson has a good game tomorrow. I think their defense line has a good game. And 61 is just too much. So I'm probably going to end up taking Arkansas plus 17 and under 61. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that a lot. And I think this is going to be one of those games, um, you know, 2.30 game, you know, kind of prime time on Saturdays. Um, I, I just think that it's going to be one of those where either team really isn't going to want to make that big mistake early. So, you know, if you're into like betting first half kind of stuff, um, I think this is going to be one of those games where both teams kind of fill each other out, maybe a couple more punts, you know, first half. Um, I don't think anybody really comes out offensively and punches anybody in the face. It's going to be more of a defensive struggle or a defensive, you know, kind of strength, uh, especially in the first half until they make those adjustments. Um, so yeah, I, I like the under a lot there because 61 just feels like a lot. And I mean, it's going to, it's going to be loud. It's going to be packed. It's going to be crazy. I think their stadium holds, you know, 90, hundred thousand people, um, it's pretty pretty big, just like anywhere else in the SEC. Uh, so, should be a good one. I'm pretty nervous about it. I just I just want us to have a good good showing because you know, like I've said a bunch of times, this is the we're in the gauntlet. Uh, so you know, no injuries, nothing crazy. Just get out with a win, and I'll be happy. Yeah, I don't see you having any chance of losing this game. But I could see you winning by 7 or 10. I think so, too. Like that's more realistic to me. I think so, too. The the second game, another SEC game, number 7, Kentucky, going to number 14, Ole Miss. Ole Miss is favored by 6.5, and, and the over-under is 54.5. Now, this we kind of talked about this a little before we started recording, but anytime the – you know, you if you're a casual better, you see number seven Kentucky is getting six and a half points. That's where your bet goes, yep. and that's why a majority of the bets are on Kentucky. But the line was still going up. I think it's came back down now. Yep. But there was like eighty at one point. There was like eighty five percent of the bets were on Kentucky, and the line was moving the and the line way. was right. So that tells you Vegas knows they have you hook line and yep. sinker. Like the play is obviously Ole Miss. And it's just it's crazy too because I really don't know what Ole Miss brings to the table here. Like I want to, I just I don't know. Like I kind of I kind of like dug in and kind of looked, and Ole Miss just really hasn't um, performed extremely well like all year. I mean they've just been kind of okay. And I I mean I I think it's more of like can Kentucky stay on the same level that they have been. I think that's the big question mark because, I mean, they already have a big road win. What's the – like, what makes more sense? Like, you know, Ole Miss beating them by a touchdown or Kentucky getting two huge road wins in a year? I think Ole Miss 
winning by a touchdown makes more sense in my head. And I feel like this is one of those, it's kind of like the NFL, like you have to just think about it. You have to take a step back and, and look at the big picture and not just this game and really the matchup at hand. I mean, I, I think it's more of like a, a big picture kind of kind of game. Um, and, and it's at 12 o'clock, which is like that super weird time or the 11 o'clock central. So anything can happen at, in that time slot. Yeah. So I would lean Ole Miss. I probably won't touch the total. Yeah, same. Uh, another one, I don't really know a ton about this game. Oklahoma State at Baylor. Uh, Baylor's favored by two and a half, which is probably just because they're at home, yep. if I had to guess. Over-under is 55 and a half. So I think if I was going to take anything, I think I would take Oklahoma State. But I really haven't watched a ton of either one of these I games. haven't either. I, I did like a little write-up on each on each game. And on this one, I literally just wrote, I have no clue. I mean, I have no clue. The, the Big 12 is absolutely wide open. And there's no telling what's going to happen with any with really any game because we saw Oklahoma go down last uh, last week and um, like Texas got beat and Texas got beat and so it's open to anybody and like this is a good chance for Baylor to kind of take a you know kind of regain the what they had last year but are they going to take it that's, I mean that's the question they have it at home they have almost a gift here but I just don't know. You know if they have what it takes, um, and Oklahoma's not the Oklahoma State's not the same team as they were last year. So this, you know, I, I really think this is like a perfect even matchup, and Baylor gets the home field advantage. But I, I mean, personally, I'm staying away from this game entirely. Um, I think 56 sounds kind of suspicious, or 55. I, I would maybe take over 55 um, if you just have to. Uh, but personally, I just I, like I said, I have no clue uh, on which way to pick here. Yeah, I'm the same way. I won't touch this one. Uh, the fourth game: Wake Forest at Florida State. Florida State is favored by six and a half. Over under is 66. I this one's tough too. Wake Forest coming off a kind of a great performance, really, against Clemson. Uh, but they ultimately got the L. Um, I think that, you know, if if Wake Forest would have won last week, this would be a guaranteed I'm taking Florida State. But with them losing, I really like them to come back and kind of with that same energy, you know, and and just coming in and just kind of laying it to them. Uh, that, that minus seven is weird. Again, you know, it's like that weird spot. I feel like it's just a little bit different here. Um because I just I'm not fully I'm not a buyer on Florida State yet. I, I don't I don't know. Um, you know they played LSU tough in the in the first game and and probably should have lost, but they got the win. So I'm just not I'm just not a full on buyer up for Florida State yet. Yeah, I think a lot of people like watch the team week one and then just kind of like Florida State's one of those teams. Everybody watched them week one. They kind of won in a very sloppy game. And then you just kind of write them off. Yep. Like, same thing has happened to LSU. Cause, and I think LSU and Florida State are both a lot better than what they were week one yeah. and a lot better than what people think. And Wake Forest, to me, I know you said they lost and you'd feel better about this if they won. But to me, I feel like that was the dagger to Wake Forest was having Clemson right there on the ropes and then you lose in just heartbreaking fashion in overtime. Yeah. And then now you have to go to Florida State, you know, right – 
I mean, is the hurricane still going to be there? Or it'll be right after yeah. the hurricanes come Yeah, through? well, the hurricane kind of missed uh, Tallahassee. But, I mean, they're still going to have winds and stuff that come with that. So, I, I'm going to lean Florida State pretty heavy here. Okay. I think they're a lot better than what people think. Plus, like I said, I think this is a letdown spot for Wake Forest. Yeah. Um, talking about, you know, like LSU and Florida State, you know, that you're, that's very true, though. Watching them week one, they both look pretty bad. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I was thinking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, like, LSU is, is a field goal away from being, like, a top 15 team. I mean, honestly, an undefeated LSU team, yeah. you're going to keep them out of the top 25. Like, get out of here. Um, but, you know, everybody watched them that first week, and, you know, they've done nothing but handled their competition since then, and now they're just, you know, nowhere to be found in the rankings. But, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Um, I, I just – I don't know. I still think that Wake Forest could probably cover that touchdown, that's, uh, that's seven. Um, I still think they're a good team. But, I, I mean, you make a good point with, with, with the heartbreak. I just I – don't, I don't know – I think at some point, you know, that the competitor has to come out. And I know their quarterback is uh, kind of an NFL hopeful. So, you know, you just never know. Yeah, I mean, he's their quarterback is good enough to where if they went out, he could put himself like in the Heisman spot. Yeah. Like he played great against Clemson last week. Speaking of Clemson, that's the last match that we have. Number 10, NC State at Clemson, who's ranked fifth. Uh, Clemson's favored by a touchdown. Over/under is forty-five, which I think that's very low because of yeah the hurricane. The storms, the storm will be there, so they're expecting that that number to be lower. This is where game day is, I think. Yeah, and I think I think the eye uh, or the previous eye, because it kind of the iron uh, reformed into a hurricane when it got over the Atlantic, and then um, you know is going to hit. You know, it's making landfall kind of as we speak, I guess. But uh, that where it's kind of breaking up the eye is going right over South Carolina, North Carolina. So uh, that's why the over-under is so low. Um, You know, it's hard. You know, like I said a couple weeks back, it's hard to take like these weather-induced over-unders just because technology and techniques are so uh, advanced now. But... I was lucky enough to catch it when it was at like 45 before it fell. Um, and so I took the under under 45. But at 40, it's tough because, I mean, you could – I mean, they could, you know, very possibly run all over each other. But, I mean, I don't think that's the case. Um, but this is this is a tough game to look at too because uh, NC State is that team that is another one where you watch them week one, they struggle, they barely win. Um, and they, people kind of forget about them. And, I mean, they're undefeated. Um, so, but I, I just think that Clemson at home at night is, is just tough. I mean, that's probably one of the toughest, uh, places to play just in the country. So I think Clemson here covers that touchdown, but I mean, I would not be surprised if NC State even pulls somewhat of, of, uh, of a late game kind of heroics, um, and covers. Yeah, I think NC State is very good. I think Clemson is very good. I think the only difference separating them is that Clemson's been here before and NC State hasn't. Right. To where basically whoever wins this is the front runner for the ACC. Yep. You win the ACC, you've got a good chance of making the playoffs. And this is NC State's first time being on this, you know, in the spotlight there when Clemson's been there for the last eight years yeah. or so. 
So that's why I'm going to lean Clemson. I'll ride that wagon again, Clemson minus seven, even though they bit me in the butt last week. But also, you have the lines pulled up. Uh, yes, I can, yeah. Okay, so so if I say any of these lines wrong, just correct me. Okay. I wrote these down from ESPN, and they're probably not all Yeah, right. I got these. I got all mine from um, Action, so it's live. Okay. But, uh... Well, now that's yeah. that's all of the big games you want to run through. What else you're taking yeah. or what else you're looking just, at? Just some other stuff I'm looking at. Uh, just for tonight, if, if you're able to listen to this before this game starts, um, or check us on our facts before, you know, you want to trust us with your picks tomorrow... Washington at UCLA tonight. Um, this is like your classic Pac-12 at night game. I mean, I think it's just going to be like fireworks. Um, Chip Kelly uh, is is still at UCLA. They're undefeated. They haven't really been tested, but they can put up points. I think they just have a really good offense. Um, it's going to be a dead stadium. There's only going to be about 800 people there. There's going to be more people at the corner game tonight. But, um, you know... I think that makes for good offense better than, than defense. You have good communication and things like that. So, um, let's see. This game is at... Which, that's another letdown spot like we talked about. Like, I think Washington State, that was their game of the year last year with Oregon on the ropes, and then they blow it, um, you know, within the last minute and a half, and it's tough to come back from stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Washington's at... Uh, minus three um, against UCLA, and the over and under is at sixty five. Um, so I mean, wait, it's Washington yeah, or yeah, Washington, Washington State? It's Washington. Yeah. Okay, it's my bad. No, so throw all that out. You the way, I what I said. <laughs> no, but they uh, they had a big win last week, so it could be a good letdown spot on a short week. Um, but I, I mean, I still think that it's just going to be more of just all offense. So I mean, sixty four seems high. But I think I'm going to take it, you know, I'm going to take the over because, I mean, this could just very well be, like, something crazy. I mean, you just it's just Pac-12 at night, dead stadium. They're going to bring the energy. So um, my play there is, Which is uh, the over. And I like that, too, because, like you talked about, Arkansas sneakily leading the league in sacks. Uh, Washington's quarterback is sneakily – airing it out yeah like i think he leads in yards and touchdowns uh i think he transferred from indiana or something last year and wasn't very good there and now he's just clicking at washington and sometimes that's all it takes and chip kelly and them gonna they're gonna be able to put up points i mean he's an offensive mind you know he's kind of ever since he went to the nfl he's kind of went under the radar but uh, i mean he's still an offensive guru and they're gonna be able to put up points on anybody so uh definitely look out for that one um, tonight that'll be a good one to watch. That's at uh, nine thirty Central, so on ESPN, it'll be a good one to check out. So get your coffee. Get your coffee. Um, next one, complete opposite of a game here. Uh, it's at, it's going to be at twelve o'clock. Michigan and Iowa. Um, it's the first test for Michigan. It's at Iowa. Um, I think this is just going to be a terrible game. I think Iowa's going to try to sloppy it up any way they can in Iowa fashion. Um, you know, I think that – I think Michigan has the dudes to score on Iowa, but does Michigan have the D – like, do they even have a defense? You know, that's my question. 
It's not really going to be a good test for their defense because Iowa's offense is terrible. But I think if Iowa can slow the game down and, and run it at their pace, I think that it's going to be um, – I think it's going to be a tough one for them. Um, it's right now at – let's see, let's see, let's see. Right now it is Michigan minus 10.5, and, and the over-under is 42. Um I've seen a lot of people on the over for some reason, but I definitely like Iowa here plus ten and a half. Um, I just think they dirty it up. They're going to be able to put something on the board of some kind. So one to watch out for. Um, let's see. Next game, Oklahoma at TCU. Um, this is a tough spot for Oklahoma. Uh, coming off a loss of last week, really struggled. Um, I believe TCU or no Oklahoma is minus six right now with the over under sixty eight and a half. Um, you know, I just think it's a bad spot for Oklahoma. I mean, they're going at TCU, which can be which can get pretty rowdy. But I think that uh, I, I don't I don't believe they drop two in a row here. I, I think Oklahoma's got enough enough talent around to. Pull out the win. I, I'm not sure if they cover that. Minus six is kind of weird. Um, but I think they do. I, I, I really uh, – it's a tough spot. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised um, if Oklahoma doesn't cover here. But, I mean, I think they definitely get the win. Uh, but probably want to stay away from. I'd probably take Oklahoma with that minus six. They might score late and, and get it uh, – get the cover there. But get the back door. So – uh, definitely something to watch out for. Um, so another one that I'm looking at is uh, Texas Tech and Kansas State. It's a 12 o'clock kick. Uh, Kansas State is minus seven and a half. I think it's a good, really good letdown spot for Texas Tech. Kansas State sitting there licking their chops. Um, I think Kansas State's a legit team. I think they're really good. Um, they have Martinez that transferred from Nebraska. I feel, I feel like he's been playing forever. Um, I mean, they just they they have a lot of experience. They take it two teams, and I just really think this is a good spot um, to catch Texas Tech kind of coming in, you know, for their for their uh, world tour now. I mean, they're probably running in with their chin high, and I think Kansas State's just going to hit them with the right hook. I mean, from the jump. So yeah. Uh, I like the minus seven and a half there. Yeah, it's a different Martinez from that you're remembering yeah. from Nebraska. There, they went back to back Martinez. Yeah, the starting quarterback. Two, two different guys, which it even tripped Not me even up related. at when he was when he was at Nebraska. I'm like, uh, this dude's been playing yeah, forever, but he's been here for ten years. Yeah, yeah, different guy, but uh, still hilarious. And he is good. Their team, I think their team is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. There's one more that I wanted to talk about, I think. Ah, yes. Utah, Oregon State. Um, this is where I think that heartbreak factor kind of comes in. Um, Oregon State dropped one to, to Washington last week uh, at home. And now they got to go to Utah, uh, who we know is a very good team. Um, 
They're very old. They're very experienced. Uh, it's Utah minus ten and a half. I I just I like this um, just straight up because I think Utah's gonna like they're out to to prove a point. I mean they're not a team that's gonna give up. Um, you know they know that the Pac-12 is still open. You know even though they dropped one early, so I think this is gonna be a kind of a statement game for Utah. Um, and I th- yeah I think that one's. That one's probably going to be uh, a good one to keep an eye on. Yeah, so I'll touch back in on the Michigan at Iowa. Uh, I think I'm going to take Michigan. And really my only reasoning for that is the line is set at 42. And it's Michigan by 11, basically. So how do I trust Iowa to score twice? I don't think See, I yeah, do. that's that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. Like, it's just weird because Michigan's not, defense isn't good, but like, is Iowa even going to score? Right. You know, I don't think they will. I just and I hate it because I want Michigan to lose so bad because I think that they're they have the cupcakeiest schedule of all time. But I mean, you know, there's nobody, there's really nobody to get them until they play Ohio State or Penn State, maybe, but. I just want him to drop this one so bad. So I want to, like, will Iowa to win, like, to score three tutties here. But I just don't know if they can. I don't think they can. It's like the line is lined up for it to be, what, 26-16. I don't think Iowa can score two touchdowns. Yeah. I just think no, their offense is seriously that bad. I, I do – I still feel like they could cover ten and a half maybe. They could just muddy the game up, you know, but – who knows, man? Big Ten. Yeah. The Big Ten's a mess. And it's at Iowa, so you never know. But I do like Michigan there. Uh, Texas A&M, number 17 Texas A&M going to Mississippi State, where Mississippi State is favored by four. Mississippi State unranked. But I think Mississippi State is 3-1 and one against A&M in the last four years. You'd like this correct. is their kryptonite. These are two teams. They dress exactly alike. Yep. The only difference between A and M and Mississippi State is probably like a hundred billion dollars. Yeah. If Mississippi State had a hundred billion dollars more, they would basically be Texas A and M. Well, I think that they're, um, you know, Mike Leach is probably a hundred times cooler too. You know, if there's somebody, oh, yeah, I'd like, I'd, I'd sit, or if there's, if you ask me, like, you know, our producer comes in and says, uh, hey. Um, you know, we can have Mike Leach or Jimbo Fisher. I'm picking Mike Leach every day of the week and twice on Sundays. Um, okay, how about so, this one? Mike Leach or Lane Kiffin? Mike Leach. Really? Yep. Mike I Leach. think I might go Mike you, Leach too, but I do think it's like 51-49. But I think, so with Lane Kiffin, you get, um, you know, kind of like that Hollywood superstar appeal. So you might get more people to come watch but the better quality conversation is going to be with mike leach uh, mike leach he's a dude's dude and I, i'm not i'm not here for the viewership you know like i i want you know good quality fandom you know what i mean and i want to have good content for those fans so you know yeah lane kiffin might be cool but mike leach would sit here and we could talk about you know what kind of powers a sun devil has you know what i mean like like what what is uh what is a stanford cardinal gonna do in a fight like that's one of my all-time best press conferences 
um, behind Allen Iverson's, you know, practice. So, uh, I, you know, so, I mean, I just think he's a cool guy. And um, the only thing that gives me worries here is, like, how much has Max Johnson figured it out at Texas A&M? Um, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But, I mean, at home, Mississippi State with the Cowbells, my heart leans Mississippi State here, especially minus four. I mean, it's like Vegas is, like, yelling at me. Yeah, like, take it. Mississippi or every, it's hard to win on the road in the SEC. Like, 100%. I know a lot – majority of our – Fans are probably, you know, local and possibly Alabama fans. And you kind of been spoiled to this to where you don't really have to worry about that. But every other team in the SEC struggles to win on the road. Yep. Like, it's just tough. Home foot advantage is so important. Mississippi State, that like you said, the Cowbells, it's a, one of the smaller stadiums in the SEC, but they're right on top of you. The Cowbells are loud, and they don't care about the rules that they've made. They're right. going to ring the Cowbells the entire game. Yep. Um, uh, another Go ahead. You got anything else on that one? No, that's it. One a game tonight that I like is UTSA at Middle Tennessee State. A letdown spot, Middle Tennessee State. UTSA is favored by four and a half. We've talked about it before. UTSA is a good program. Yeah. Yeah, they're a quality program. They were undefeated last year. Um, you know, it's hard. I mean, uh, Middle Tennessee really looked good against Miami. Like it wasn't. Just, it didn't look like some kind of fluke uh, performance. Um, but that being said, it's going to be hard to come back and do it again against probably an equal opponent to Miami. Uh, you know, I don't think Miami. I don't think very much of Miami after watching them in a couple games. I think they have a lot to figure out. Um, and I think UTSA is like a really good program. I think they're a really solid football team. So to do it again against probably the same the same kind of football team, I, I just don't see it. Uh, I wrote, I'm not going to bet on this game, but I wrote down LSU at Auburn. Auburn's in trouble right now. And like I said, LSU is – I think they're better than what everybody thinks. Yeah. Uh, they're – it's LSU minus seven and a half. If I would never bet against Auburn, I would never bet against any of my teams. But if you're not an Auburn fan, I would at least look at that. I know Jordan Hare's tough to play in, which is a big factor. But LSU is just—I think they're a lot better than Auburn right now. So what I have written down here, and I kind of said it earlier, LSU is a field goal away from being a top 15 team, if not a top 10 team. Um, they only lost by one to Florida State early in the year. They really haven't played anybody since they shut out uh, New Mexico State last week. They beat them thirty-nine to nothing. Um, that being said, Auburn's defense is still pretty solid. Um, I think. I mean, they only gave up you know fourteen in regulation. Uh, I think, or did they only give up fourteen against Missouri? I can't remember if they scored in overtime or not, but. Anyways, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Like Auburn's defense is still good, so I think that they can have some give LSU some issues. It's probably going to be a sellout. Um, I would hope so. Anyways, I think y'all are striping them out uh, this week, or is that next week? Oh, I saw something. Idea. I saw something about a stripe out. I don't know. Uh, I know you guys just love that. Um, love the stripes. Um, Every team does. 
Tennessee is going checkered fans back to back weeks. Um, yeah, I don't I have something to say about that um, after this? But uh, I still, I, it's weird. It's just a weird place to play at nighttime. You know, I just don't. I think Robbie Ashford, like the ghost of Nick Marshall and Jason Campbell, are going to be there with Robbie Ashford pregame, kind of hyping him up. And they're gonna say like, "Man, you got this! Like, you're gonna you're gonna do it! You're gonna do it!" And, um, you know, I don't think, I don't, I hope like I hate it for Brian Harson too because he's just like, I mean, he's in like a just a rock. He's in between a rock and a hard place. You know, there's really no good he can do. But you know, if anything, I hope he can coach for like another job. You know what I mean? Like, just not give up. Uh, just for for you guys and. Um, I, I just you know, it's so hard to take LSU minus that that seven and a half year. I mean, there's just no way you can do that with confidence. Another one I have is Illinois at Wisconsin. Wisconsin's favored by six and a half. To me, this is like at Illinois's peak of their powers, they would be Wisconsin. Yeah, Illinois dreams of being Wisconsin. And Wisconsin, you know, coming off of a bounce back, like they got hammered by Ohio State last week. But they're, you know, that's what's going to happen when they're out talented, where Illinois is a less talented version of them. So to me, I think, plus Wisconsin's running back named Braylon. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Braylon Allen. Cool. He's also like 18 years old. This is his second year in college, and he squats like 800 pounds. It's pretty He's impressive. a freight train. Pretty impressive. So, <clears throat> I like Wisconsin minus six and a half. Um, Michigan State at Maryland. We've talked about Michigan State a little bit. They're, they just can't stop anybody. Maryland has a pretty good offense. Uh, Maryland's favored by eight. I would take that. Cincy at Tulsa. Tulsa also has a very good offense. They're averaging like 500 yards a game right now. Cincy's favored by 10. I would take Tulsa plus 10. Then another one, Georgia Tech at Pitt. Pitt's favored by 22. I would take Pitt just because Georgia Tech could be one of the worst teams we've ever seen. Yeah. And Pitt, yeah, Pitt's quarterback is very good. He can throw, he can put four tutties on you very quickly. And yep. that spread's covered in the first quarter. So that's what I think is kind of flying under the radar right now. But that's all, all that I've got. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I was going to say about Tennessee's <clears throat> checker, they are already planning to stripe out Vandy Stadium for the last game of the year. Uh, Tennessee fans are so they're obsessed with it um you know I just think that's hilarious uh that that's like their thing um now they do it great I mean I'm not gonna hate on them they do it great last week was awesome seeing the checker stadium but you know it's just funny they're they're gonna go stripe out Vandy um I mean I guess Vandy's like the, I guess Vandy's like the ultimate little brother um you know, I don't know. I'd like to see him come try to stripe out Brian Denny. Uh, that'd be pretty funny. Um, but, you know, I don't think they have the facilities for that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, this is going to be a great week just as a football fan, just to sit there and watch all the games. There's great games in every time slot starting at 12. I mean, starting tonight. Starting tonight, you have great games. But starting at... At that noon slide, it's going to be, you know, action-packed and whatnot. And uh, it'll be interesting to see some of these games, um, you know, with the, on the East Coast with the hurricane. Like that Maryland 
the Maryland Michigan State game. I, I took the I kind of teased the under, um, uh, just because that I think it was like you know forty something, and I just didn't feel comfortable like forty nine. Uh, but you know it's very it's going to be raining all day up here Saturday uh, tomorrow. Um, Maryland, the University of Maryland is probably twenty minutes away from me, um, so I can give you a live weather update. You know pregame if you if you want if you want to DM me on uh, DM me on Twitter or something. You want a live update on that game, what the weather's like? I can give it to you. Uh, you know just within thirty seconds. Um, so you know uh, please reach out. Uh, feel free to reach out, but. Um, yeah, no, it, I'm, I'm really excited for tomorrow. Let's uh, let's burn through some NFL games real quick. You let's got those it. pulled up. I got them pulled up right here. Um, starting first, Minnesota, New Orleans, in London. Um, I think that Kirk- uh, the farther you can get Kirk Cousins away from primetime, the better. And this is about as far as you can get from prime time as you can get on the east or on the west coast it's going to be five o'clock when this game kicks off give me kirk cousins by a million here which then again it might be prime time because they'll be the only game on it's a standalone game this might be the fifth prime time don't overthink it don't overthink <laughs> it don't also overthink uh it. i mean Andy Andy dalton starting for the saints so yeah i, I mean i was looking at my hates, fantasy team uh, James, uh, Je- I have James William, uh, James Winston, as one of my quarterbacks, and it said I clicked on him. He said he was questionable. I read the little the update, and it said his back, his head, and his ankle, or something, or his hip and his ankle are all hurt. So I'm like, yeah, give me Kirk Cousins to nerd out anybody in London by a million, five a.m. Pacific time. He'd been playing with like four broken or like fractured vertebrates in his back. Dude's like got the too, first three weeks. He's got too much dog in him, man. Con, don't need contacts. You know, I, I mean. He's, he's got LASIK now. He's crazy, man. He's crazy. It kills my Jameis Winston to lead the league in interceptions bet, but it is what it is. Hey, you know, that's why they call it gambling. Uh, so... Um, Chicago Giants. I think I think you had you were saying something about the Giants earlier this week. Um, what what was that? I don't remember. Yeah, this the Giants might be my pick this week in uh, what you call it? Oh, for a survival. Yeah, in my survival pool. Fade in Chicago. Use the Giants again. Yeah, fade in Chicago is is always is always cool um, and good for survivals. I think that uh, Corner's backup quarterback has more passing attempts than Justin Fields right now. Um, So, I mean, that's just something to take home um, and think about. Um, Next, I mean, this is going to be a really good matchup. Uh, Buffalo at Baltimore um, at the bank. Um, I mean, just kind of a gauntlet uh, for Buffalo back-to-back weeks. Having to go to Miami, then to Baltimore. It's going to be rainy and windy here. Uh, that's about 40 minutes from here. So, again, if you want a live weather update, please feel free to reach out. Um, I think that uh, – I, I honestly don't even know what to think here, uh, to be honest. I mean, I think it's just going to be a really good hard-nosed football game. Yeah, I agree. If I'd take anything, I would take Buffalo, but I'd probably just leave it all alone. 
yeah, I would just enjoy that one for the for the hard uh, like hard hits and and just great quarterback play. Really. Um, next is the Browns and Falcons at Atlanta. I don't think the Falcons are as bad as advertised. They have a lot of weapons on offense. They have the unicorn. Um, they have Drake London. Um, I'm not, you know, they're playing hard for that new coach they have. I think his name's like Arthur Smith or something like that. But they're playing hard for him. I just don't know if it's going to be enough with the Cleveland Browns. I think the Browns are still a solid team with Amari and, and Jacoby Brissett. So uh, I like Cleveland there. Um, the Falcons have pit, been covering. Have they been covering this year there? It's, it's minus one. That's the only reason. I just don't think. Uh, they get the win. I mean, I mean, they're essentially gonna have to win. Give me the Falcons. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm with. I mean, I'm not with you, but I appreciate that because you know, like I used to be a Falcons fan, and I still they still have a special place in my heart. Uh, but I did abandon them a long time ago. Um, <laughs> next up, Jacksonville at Philly. Um, I think this is kind of a trap game. You know, all the hype with Philly. You know, in the NFL, if you have too much hype, it's going to balance out one way or another. It's Roger Goodell's secret way to just kind of keep everybody uh, watching. Um, and the Jacksville, uh, the Jaguars have played good. Um, so, I, let's see. I think that line is at uh, Philly minus six, six and, and a half. half. I like Jacksville here. I like Jacksville here. I don't think, you know, Jacksville's not. I know Jacksville lost to the Commanders earlier in the year, but... The Commanders are 10 times worse than that day, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are probably 10 times better than that day. So I like Jacksonville to cover. Yeah, give me Jags money line. This is just where the whole world is, like Survivor Pools, the whole world's going to be on the Eagles this week if they haven't already yep. used them. This is where the Eagles fall, I think. Yep, 100%. Um, I'm going to kind of skip a couple. Um, yeah, that's fine. I mean, uh, we'll we'll talk about the Commanders at Dallas. Um, you you skip games to get to this game? Yeah, you know, pretty big game for the boys. Uh, I was wearing my Commander shirt earlier. Um, you know, really good quarterback play here. Cooper Rush versus Carson Wentz. Uh, is Cooper Rush redheaded? I can't remember. If he's not, he's a uh, honorary redhead. Okay, so we got the Ginger Bowl. Uh, going on in Dallas at the Jerry Dome. I don't think Jerry will be there. I think he's going to be at the Arkansas game the day before, and then he'll probably be hungover or something for this game. So you might see him in his hotel room up there somewhere, but I, I, you know he won't be very locked in. Um, I think, let's see, Commanders plus three. Give me the Commanders. They're going to get up. They're going to get up for this game, kind of have a bounce back. Cooper uh, Rush is better than Dak. Take whatever, if there's any kind of prop you can take on Carson Wentz getting sacked, take the over. Always. Hey, Carson Wentz is like fourth right now in the NFL in yards too, by the way. Yeah, I mean, he's really, he's trying his best. The O-line, I, I don't know if he just, he bought, he probably like, you know, went to crumble or like insomnia cookie and got everybody like oatmeal raisins or something and they're just still mad at him. I don't. I don't know what the deal is. I mean, he's trying his best. People are like, dude, he's terrible. And I'm telling him, like, he's not that bad. He's he's good. We, we have weapons on the outside. We have a good D-line. But the offensive line, you know, couldn't block. Uh, I mean, I don't even know. 
little, little giants. I mean, they'd be just running right through there. Um, so I, I just don't know. But yeah, you know, now that I Wentz think about was, it, go ahead. His, uh, his biggest problem is he's, when he messes up, it's very memeable. Like he does stuff yeah. that's – his bad plays are the worst plays of the year. But other yeah, than that, sure. he's pretty good. Like he was a pretty good quarterback all year last year. And then most most people remember when he tried to break the sack and he did like the shovel pass that – I mean he basically led the defensive back right into the end zone for a pick six. Just terrible. And that's what everybody remembers. But, I mean, he was pretty good all year other than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean – I, I, I still see promise, maybe not this year. I think this year's a wash. But if we can get some O linemen in there that actually care, I think we'll, I think they're fine. And Chase Young will come back too, so I think they're fine. Um, but I mean, it's not like we're gonna keep up with Dallas or or Philly, or I mean the Giants for that matter. But anyways, moving on. Um, one that's kind of weird here: uh, Arizona at Carolina. Um, it's kind of a pick 'em. Uh, Carolina's favored minus one over under is 43. I think the winds are still going to be kind of kicking up in that Carolina area. You know, but I think that Kyler Murray's short enough to kind of run, under, run underneath and throw underneath that wind. So, you know, it's kind of a weird spot, which I guess Baker Mayfield's not too much taller than him. So it may be a kind of an even matchup there. I don't know. I think Kyler Murray's like five foot four. I think Baker's at least 5'11. I mean, I don't know. I think you're giving him too much there. Really? You think he's less than that? I think I'm a fat Baker Mayfield. He's got to be 5'8". Did you see uh, Dan Orlovsky breaking down the Panthers giving away their plays? To where if McCaffrey lines up behind Baker, it's a run play. If he lines up beside him, it's a pass play every time. That can't happen in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, That's something that gets picked up in a high school game. Dudes have helmets. I mean, they have mics in their helmets. They have mics in their helmets, and you have eyes in the sky with the walkie-talkie to that mic. He's like, hey, uh, Christian McCaffrey is uh, lined up two steps behind his RPO. Yeah, it's a pass. Or you know what I mean? I, it's just crazy. I mean, how can they be that bad? Mark Rule's got to be out of there. Um, but, hey, you know, I don't know. I, I don't even know where to pick this game. Um, I, I really don't know. I don't know. I mean, I got to go Arizona. They have the scouting report. Uh, I mean, we have the scouting report. So if, if we have the scouting report, what do you think they have? You know, I mean, they're surely they're they fixed it. Surely they fixed it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, another good one: Denver at Vegas. Uh, Wash Russ. Um, I think Vegas gets the win here. I, I don't just don't see Vegas yeah. going zero and three, and I think it's like it's like Denver's time. Like I keep expecting them to click, and they just don't. So I think um, uh, Derek Carr gets the job done here. I think they're already zero and three, aren't they? You mean you don't think they'll go zero and four? Correct. Because I'm with you. I think Vegas wins this game. Um, Russ stinks in two ways. He does stink. Let Russ cook, and it's just, you know, it's like that. It, he, you know, what he would cook? He would cook that Stouffer's lasagna, like that's frozen, and like the outside layer, like you eat the, like an inch from the outside. It's all too hot to even put it in your mouth, but the middle is still frozen. That's that's Russ cooking. Um, 
just awful, just atrocious. Um, I have a question for you, and I truly don't know, so it's not. I would call it a trivia question. Who's playing quarterback this weekend for the New England uh, Patriots? I think it's Brian Hoyer. I know uh, Mac Jones said earlier this week that he would be playing, but you know I feel like that's just kind of always said. You never know what New England's going to do. They kind of they do this with Tom Brady, where they would just put him on the IR like just randomly throughout the week, and you yeah, wouldn't just know to if play, he's going to play or not. Play mind games. And uh, I I couldn't imagine showing my face after you know he might Mac Jones might have been in pain okay, but I couldn't imagine showing my face to millions of people the week after and like come on the field after acting like that. There's no way, no way oh, you're gonna catch I, me crying. If There's I no acted way. like that, you would never catch me walking again in public. No that shot. Would, that would be it for me. I would get my leg amputated because I cried like that. They're like, Cole, your leg is fine. Yeah. Look, I made the mistake, man. I, I cried. Um, everybody saw me. Talladega Knots. And I have, to get, I have to get this amputated so it's justified. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it how it bad. is. It was uh, this is this would be This is going to be my survival pick. I haven't used Green Bay yet. I think it's a good time to just to lock it up. Um, I, I see on the action app some of the people I follow are taking New England to cover here. I think there's no way. Um, Aaron Rodgers is lick is like a shark in water right here. I mean, he's licking his lips to just kind of put one on Bill Belichick because who's not? Um, so that's what I think. Um, another good one: Kansas City at Tampa. I think Tampa's still pretty beat up. Uh, I like Kansas City here. Um. You know, coming after you know the tornado just kind of went through there. So, I mean, I wouldn't imagine there'd be a ton of fans there. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd like the Kansas City Chiefs to kind of come in there and, and cause mayhem. Yeah, Tampa just still don't have an offense yet. Yeah, and it, I mean, clock's ticking. Like at some point, it's going to be unrecoverable. Which, luckily, the other three teams in their division are just terrible. But yeah, you know. That's going to be the only thing that saves them. Uh, Monday night, Rams, San Francisco. Um, I mean, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good matchup. I think, let's see. San Francisco's favored one and a half. First impressions, I want to take the Rams. Uh, You tell me what you think. Um, I think Vegas is telling us to take San Francisco, but you tell me what you think. Yeah, I think the line's moved down, though. I think it started at, like, three and a half. So, who knows? It's a weird game. Like, I don't really know what's wrong with Stafford, if he's hurt or what's going on with him. Because yeah. he doesn't look normal. Uh, you know, how much better does Jimmy G make the 49ers? I think if I think I would wait until game time and see what the line was. Yeah. If it's moved towards the Rams, I think I would take them. If it stays where it is or moves towards the 49ers, I would take them. Um. I tell you this, Vegas is done playing around with primetime games going under. They have set the Kansas City-Tampa game at uh, under over under 45 and a half. Uh, I mean, Kansas City, you know, that's probably the first time they've had anything under 46. Um, and the Rams and 49ers is over under 42 and a half. I mean, that, 
I still I'm still taking the under in both of those just because I'm trusting the science here. Uh, but I mean they're done. I guess they're done playing around. I think next week they'll probably breast, like put all primetime games. You know, un- they're just going to say over over under thirty. Take take it or leave it. Just, you know, or probably just not have it available because uh, I mean yeah. they're getting hammered on unders right now. Eventually it'll flip, uh, but I don't know if that'll happen this early. Eventually the offense will start clicking a little better and overs will start hitting more. But I don't see Tampa's yeah. offense hitting an over right now. No, yeah, I, I kind of like the the under and the forty five, but that that forty two is real sussy, real sussy. Um, so yeah, I, that, that's that's all I got. That's all the spread, or that's that's all the good good games um, for the NFL. So that's all I got. Oh, I do have one more thing. Um, Braves are hosting the Mets. Pretty much for the division. Um, so let's go Braves. And Judge, congrats on 61. Congrats on 61, Judge. Big, big shout out. Uh, wish you could have done it in America, but, you know, it's fine. Uh, maybe you can get 62 at, on the home soil. It made up for it where Vladdy said, not in our house. Yeah. And then we literally, we won the L East and then Judge hit 61 in his house so kind of like show me who you like who's your daddy you know I like that I like that a lot so that's all I got cool well good luck everybody uh hope you enjoyed it um let's get after it man let's have a good weekend love you guys